Two sisters lived on separate sides of the states. One in NYC and the other LA. They both moved to Chicago and decided to stay. Now here's their playful podcast packed with Kid Lit Parlay. Children's books. Are they really that great? Talking children's books is with Kate and Hughes Eight. Children's books. Why, what, and how? I want to tell you a story. Okay. It's a story that does not thrill any member of my immediate family, <laughs> which is why I want to tell to you, because I think I'm, you will I'm, appreciate this. I'm, I'm your immediate family. That's it. What? I'm your sister. That's what? In, that's immediate family. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Moving on. So every morning I go for a walk and I go for a half an hour one way and half an hour the other way. And I tend to go down to the lake, Lake Michigan, lovely lake. And the weather's been so nice lately that it doesn't tend to rain, and I get lovely sunrises, and it's beautiful. Well, one day, I'm walking alongside the lake. I look down into the lake, because there's sort of a little little bridge that I'm looking down on, and I see something huge under the water, like really big, and it was brown. And at first, I thought it was a duck, and it was staying underwater, which a duck doesn't really tend to do. And it was also huge, so it was not a duck. And then I, I don't, I, I could not figure out what it was. Turtle. It was not a turtle. It was too big to be a turtle. Slug. It was not a slug. Not <laughs> not the rare... A beaver. Yes! It was a beaver! Third time's a charm. It was a beaver, and his little head stuck up, and, and then he was just float. He was just swimming for fun. Just swimming for fun. I was so thrilled. I was so <laughs> thrilled, and then I came home, and I told um, my husband and my children, and they were like, eh, all right. <laughs> No, you understand, it was a real live beaver. But did you take a picture? I didn't think to until he was too far away. And then I tried to, and then he was just like a dotting little head in the... Then it didn't happen, Betsy. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, what does happen is this podcast. And what's this podcast about, Kate? Beavers. Right. And who are you? (laughs) Kate the beaver. Yeah. Nope. Nope. That's not how beavers don't... Look, do not get me started on beavers. Make a beaver noise. (laughs) That's it chewing on the wood of the tree. Is it? I'm going to blow out the mic with my laugh. I'm just that's, saying that's, that's not... what a beaver sound is. What does I don't a know. beaver make? Dams. We go. We go. We go. Yeah. Nope. Um, no. Uh, so yes, back your to children's picture back books. Back to children's picture books. And you're Kate. Yep. And I'm Betsy. Yep. And we read children's picture books. Yep. I don't think we've ever read one about a beaver. Nope. Uh. We'll have to amend that. I'm quickly running through our roster to try to see if that's true, but I think it's actually true. Yeah, no, I don't remember. Picture books are very lax when it comes to beavers. Um, And so we read them and we determine what about them. Oh, if they're classics. Correct. Now today, uh, we have, well, I was trying to find one. So I, you know, my library is closed, but I have access to it Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday because we're in teams now. Mm. So I'm allowed in there three days a week. Which means on Wednesdays, I am frantically shuffling around trying to grab anything because I have forgotten until that moment that I need to get a book for this podcast. So uh, the book that I wanted was not there. I thought of another book. Was not there. But its sequel was there. And its sequel is actually better than the first book. So you say. So I do say, madam. And maybe someday we'll test that theory. 
But until then, I'm going to pull it out. It came out in the year 2000. Chato. Chato. Chato and the Party Animals. By Gary Soto. Illustrated by Susan Guevara. That's correct. Chato and the Party Animals. This is a fine book by a fine fellow with some fine art, and it is like nothing you've seen before. I was rereading it um, before I came over here, and then I read all about it, and there's a million things I've missed just in my past reads of it. Well, yeah, he's got the front bottom teeth way too big on that cat. She. She. The, the illustrator is a she. Oh. <laughs> she has the cat's bottom teeth too big. Well, maybe in that. I don't know if that's true. Look at a cat's front well, bottom teeth. Well, they don't exactly have. Bitty. Look, all right. I'm just going to say this is not the most accurate depiction of cats. I am going to say that. But I'm going to hand the book to you. Here you go. Okay. Go read that thing. Okay. While Kate does her read, I'm going to give you a little background information on this book, specifically the person who did the art. Now, the art is by, as we said before, Susan Guevara. Uh, she's an illustrator, still, as far as I know, working to this day, though I think she's doing a lot more of her actual artsy art rather than her children's picture book art. She's been working in this field since 1990. And she never seems to have just one style. Uh, her most recent book was Little Roja Riding Hood, which won a 2015 Pearl Prey Award for illustration. So, hint, 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 come back to us, Susan Guevara. Um, I'm going to link in the show notes to her art, actually, because it is fairly amazing. Now, in my little research, I did find an interview with her on teachingbooks.net where she talked about her work for this book specifically. And here are some of the things that she said about it that I just thought was amazing. She describes the style that she uses in this book as magical realism, uh, but visual magical realism. And so there's one thing, and I'm, let's see if Kate picks up on this because she may miss it. So let's see. She says, even though Novia Boy, that's the main character of the book, was an orphan, I saw his mommy's love in the form of an angel that was always near him. I saw Novia Boy's horribly frightening memory of the pound where he lived when he was a baby. I saw Cantonflas, the Mexican comedian and an ancient Mesoamerican smiling figure in the form of loons, reminding Chato that there is always something to laugh about even when we make mistakes. This book is so full of details. I am going to be very interested to hear what Kate finds. Kate? Yes. Are you ready to party? Uh, see, si, Senor. See, si, you are ready to party. <laughs> I mean, well, I don't. I would not remember this title to save my life. But the title or the book, I guess, is the question. The title. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I want to remember this book. Yeah, Chato and the Party Animals. Yeah, is the title. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I agree. It could have been. Could have been given a little punch, a little kick up there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but this is a very unusual book isn't it though yeah yeah i mean you start off with a glossary essentially a, a, a list of translations yeah. definitions on one side which is interesting it's before the book usually I, if i've seen that i've seen it at the end of the book oh, which I, is 
I think less I useful. I needed this because I, yeah. don't, I don't know Spanish. <laughs> exactly. It is more useful to have it at the beginning of the book, quite frankly. Yep. And uh, and on the opposite page is Kitty Heaven. Yeah. So I knew I was in for a treat. Yes, you were because <laughs> you like them cats. I do. Sure I don't, do. I don't like dead cats. <laughs> well, but... yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, so it starts off where we meet the main character, Chato. Yes, Chato. And he's uh, and he's at his friend's birthday party, mm-hmm. and they're playing all sorts of games. Like, and I just want to imagine what these look like. Um, juggle the mice mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. one game. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, what do you take three mice and you have to juggle them without dropping one? At least three. I think three would have to be the minimum, right? <laughs> and then another game called toss the cat in the blanket. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's a terrible game. I would never want to play. Well, you can see the picture of one of them that is clearly being tossed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And not happy about no. it. No. Claws, no, claws are think, out. I don't think cats like that game. I could be wrong. I mean, you should try it when okay. you go home. I'll, and, I'll go and, home. I'll do it. I'll just get a blanket and put a cat in there and then see what happens. Yeah. And so Chato is there and he's hanging out with his boy, Novi- Novio Boy. Mm-hmm. That's the name of his friend. Right. Um, and... I like the way that they're dressed. Like, oh yeah, Chato has like this sideways, backwards baseball cap. Novio boy has a bandana on. Mm-hmm. They both have like little thin mustaches, really thin mustaches. Yeah, which for a cat, I'm like, okay, okay, <laughs> okay. never seen that before. Um, but you know, while they're at this party, Chato notices that notices that Novio boy isn't really participating. He's not mm-hmm. very happy when he asks why. Novio boy starts to cry, and you can see this angel cat, like right next to him, trying to comfort him. And mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh no, oh no, this is not good." Mm-hmm. And then he goes into how he's from the pound, and he never knew his mom, who is like behind him with angel wings. And yep. I'm like, "She's right there." That's his mom. And yep. uh, and he says, "You know, I I don't even know when my birthday is, so like these parties are really hard for me." Mm-hmm. And at that point, um, you know, he's like, but it doesn't matter. You know, who cares about balloons and games and presents? And Chato is like, all right, now I'm on a mission. Yeah. Now have, I've got a thing to do. I have one do. goal. And meanwhile, Angel Mama, you can see her like all throughout the story, like <laughs> kind of watching how things go. When I read this book the first time, I never noticed her. Really? Like at all. No. Well, there's just so much going on on these pages. There is a lot There is a on. lot going and, on. And these are like painted. These are paintings, it they seems like. They are. Oh, wait. I have this written down. Okay. The art is acrylic on scratchboard. Hmm. I don't even know how you would do that. It's well, like this. I guess. Yeah. Okay. Oh, <laughs> yeah. simple. There you go. Easy. There we go. Done and done. But here's what I understand. Like, why would you go to a birthday party if you know you're going to be miserable? Like... Oh, that happens all the time, though. Well, you think, you go... like, well, maybe this time I won't, right? Oh. I mean, I have it in the past, but you know what? I, my friends are there. The food's good. Right. I'm going to have a great time. And then you get there, and you're like, yeah, no. Yeah. That's, that, I fooled myself again, but it's Well, not gonna... his friend is going to make everything better. So he's, like, calling all of his buddies. He's like, hey, I need you to help. Uh, you know, you're going to be playing some music at the party, right? And so the guy that he's talking to on the other line, keep in mind, these are all cats. Um, on rotary phones. <laughs> yeah. And he has, like, legit album covers next to him. He's got Santana. <laughs> and the DJ also listens to Tower of Power, which is, like, nice. a soul jazz funk band. What, yeah. So I'm like... So he's got cred. So the illustrator put, 
legit albums in here. Like Good later on, because that bugs me when people put fake ones in things. Or like oh no, little... later you see the Beatles is a help album. Good. <laughs> she has excellent taste. This book did take me longer to read because as I'm going through the story, you know they keep throwing in Spanish words, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I don't know what that means. So then I have to go back to the glossary. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, got it. Okay. Then you go back to the story. Oh wait, no, I gotta go back because I don't know what that means. Okay, because I didn't memorize the glossary. You know, right, so. right. Um, There's context clues too. Yeah. But and I don't know if you would call this a sassy son. So we've talked about sassy sons a lot. Can I tell and, you that somebody on Instagram, I don't know if you saw this, messaged you a sassy son? No. Okay, you need to check the messages part of our Instagram account because they did it for you. Oh. I was gonna be in my letters portion, but I figure it's appropriate now. I'm just gonna tell you right I now. I love there me a sassy son. Now All I right. don't know if this one's sassy, but it I sure would... is per is pretty get it yeah there you go oh you just wait till my review so (laughs) but betsy you do this there's no clown betsy i'm just gonna say it there's no clown you're literally looking at the page that i see no clown i see mexican wrestler balloons no look a little deeper, oh wait Betsy. that that is a what okay, i don't know if i would call that what's, a clown. what's the spanish word for clown we can call it whatever you want but i'm pretty sure that's a clown i think that's more of a okay what's his name you know he's a it's a harlequin a harlequin's completely different from a clown no that is a straight up clown that's we will it. put this on instagram and All people right. can tell me i was distracted by the teenage mutant ninja turtles that were next to him yeah which like, is a little random. Like you do. Like you do. There's only three of them, though. What I happened know. To... What happened to Raphael? <laughs> well, and they're all... Well, I see three Leonardos. <laughs> well, technically, Kate, if you're talking about the original black and white um, comics of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, they were indistinguishable from one another. They were not colored differently. So, in fact, that may be a reference to the original comic book. That was my comic book guide I'm voice. throw this book at your I'm head. sorry, but that's actually legit true. What anyway... Right, so he's so Chato is going all over town to pick up um, supplies to make a pinata. He's got all these toys that he's gonna put in it. He bought um, food and biscuits, dog biscuits, you know, for the guests. Also, have you ever tried to open a real pinata? By the yes, way, yes, I have. They're so hard. It, when I was in Guatemala, ah. and was it very, very hard to get into it? Yeah, yeah. But it was fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. You had to wow up something. And uh, and he's like, he's got food going on. He's making tortillas and guacamole. Um, he fills water balloons. And... Oh, yeah, he goes the extra mile. Yeah, yeah. And, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Though I don't quite understand why there's this random double space on the page with the where, he's, where it says he filled water balloons and dragged the sofa. Like, why is there a double space? I don't know. Come on, editor. Get... Get your things together. You have That's a, the worst of the editor. You did. have one editor, job. That's a copy editor's problem. Oh, Not the editor. Whatever. Copy editor. Copy editor. Right. So he gets this uh, this inflatable dog. <laughs> Why? I guess like if you have a scary thing at your party, that's cool. I like that the inflatable dog, it says, was made in Mexico. <laughs> like, random. All right. Okay. Good. Uh, so, right. So he's got all these people over at his house. He's ready to have this party. And then, oh, yeah. He, he I forgot. He forgets to invite the actual the guest birthday of boy. Honor. Yeah. 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 I so, love his expression, by the way, when that happens. His little buggy eyes. Like, yeah. Whoa. We've uh, all well, felt like that. He even like took that. off his hat. Like, I know, that's which his, he almost never does. That's his <gasps> moment. So, <laughs> so, this is my favorite illustration. It's with everyone in town searching for, um, you know, the novio boy, the, the guest of honor. 
and they're you know they're going all throughout the neighborhood and it's really cool to see like all the different parts of the neighborhood the different restaurants the graveyard the murals what's interesting though is that so there's a mural here that says we are not a minority and that's clearly clearly in english Yeah, yeah 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 you flip the page where it says, you know, he's, he checked out the gutters and he's moaning that, you know, his friend is gone. You can also see it in the clouds. Oh, yeah. It says very we, clearly. We are not a minority. So yeah, it's interesting, really interesting that they put that twice. It's yeah. not mentioned in the No, 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 text no. A lot of, of what she does in the art is not in the text. Yeah. yeah. So she purpose, purposefully made sure to make a point of this twice. Huh. That's really interesting. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. So he's, you know. <laughs> He's so sad. Chato is so sad. He's like, maybe he's lost or maybe he's kidnapped. I read this. <laughs> and all of them, even the pinata is sad. Oh, man. Because if you look at the pinata. The pinata is crying. The pinata is a catfish. And if it you is. look earlier, you can see that the pinata is Oh, yeah, it's perfectly happy before, yeah. Now the pinata is crying and has a sad face. Who's going to beat me with a stick? <laughs> and everyone is, you know, they, they pretty much think... Uh, Novio Boy is dead. Yeah, they kind of they, they just, kind of jump to conclusions on that one. Just like we like, can't find him, ipso facto, dead. He, he's dead. Yep, he's dead. Yep. He he's he was, and they say he was so gorgeous. I remember when he did this, and he always backed me up in fights, and <laughs> like a wake. Exactly. And then out of the blue, um, you know, Novio Boy jumps out, and he doesn't realize that you know there's a party going on. He right. just brought some stray cats with him that were hungry and so he knew that there would be uh, food at his buddy's place that he would be willing to share and sure enough uh surprise and look mama's even holding like food in her arms oh yeah she had a little cornucopia of food um but surprise we're having a party it's for you and he's like what i don't wait but for for me they're like yes for you and you must have been born on the first day of summer that's why you like to play so much and then he's like, oh, all right, all right, let's do this. All right, let's dance. Party which, for me. Which is really cute. You yeah. know, now now they're having a big party, and, you know, there's a smash at the pinata. Oh, the pinata's smiling again. Yeah. Even as it's being destroyed. They, I like that they toss the water balloons at each other, but they purposefully miss so that they don't get wet fur. Oh, because they're cats. Exactly. They water balloons. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But I thought that was so sweet. And, you know, Mama Angel's enjoying the party, and it's, I don't know, I... It ends with, you know, the, both of the main character boys, they're both sleeping and happy, and it's really sweet. And I don't know what this is supposed to be at the end, but is Novio Boy, like, dreaming of, like, I don't know, there's, like, skeletons dancing in a dream. I don't know what that's supposed to represent. I literally do not know. But it's, I thought it was interesting. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's interesting. So I, I heard an interview with the illustrator, and so you picked up on the mom mm-hmm. um, that she worked in there, um, but she's apparently, she, this is okay, this is what she claims she's worked in. I did not really explore the book to try to find all of this, but boy, she says that she worked in Novio Boy's horribly frightening memory of the pound where he lived when he was a baby. Uh, she worked in Canton Flass, the Mexican comedian somewhere. Hmm. An ancient Mesoamerican smiling figure in the form of loons, reminding Chato there is always something to laugh about, even when we make mistakes. 
the two cats that I think. Oh, I do see that. The, the, oh, the yeah, 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 yeah. Very, very bottom. It's at the bottom you of that page. You can see all the, the dogs in the cages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... So apparently that's what that is. Um, apparently the two young half-white, half-black cats wanted Navio Boy to be a part of their gang, and it looked like he was slipping away to do that because he didn't have a family of his own. Oh. Um, but then uh, he gets pulled back in with the with the friends so that he doesn't get pulled into that, and he you know feeds them. I'm like, oh, she had a whole sub I thing going. I just thought going. That they were strays. Yeah, I just thought they were, and then it says they're just strays, but apparently she had a whole subplot going on in her brain. Interesting. Of things that she was doing there. So, yeah, who knew? So, and that's just the tip of the iceberg. I mean, apparently she just, she put in reference upon reference that we are simply not getting here, which I really appreciate. Yeah, it makes she it really, interesting. Yeah, and she put a lot of work into it, too. So I'll put a link to that interview in our show notes. Um, and, of course, it was written... And I'm, I'm going to use the term uh, Latinx. I used this term recently with two guys from Edinburgh, and they had no idea what I was talking about. So I should explain that when I say Latinx, I mean Latina, Latino, Hispanic, all that, but we say Latinx. Um, and so I should say that for a long time, Gary Soto, the guy who wrote this, was kind of the only guy writing uh, for kids who was Latinx. Um, you, you sort of had Francisco X Alarcon, but he did mostly picture books of poetry, and that wasn't his main gig. He was a poet. And really, it wasn't Gary Soto's main gig either, but he was committed to the bit. Um, and then he disappeared. Uh, and why? And you can actually read all about it in an essay found in the book of the same title, Why I Don't Write Children's Literature. He actually has a book called that. You see... He was caught up in a viral controversy way before there was an online viral world. Uh, so this was back in 2005. So five years after he's written this book, he agreed to write an American doll book for their first Latinx American doll. In the story that he wrote, um, she is moving away from a bad neighborhood in Chicago called Pilsen. Well, the people of Pilsen got wind of that and they were furious that their neighborhood was being portrayed as like a dangerous place. Yeah, Pilsen's not that bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they were they were not pleased, and it turned into a huge, like the Chicago Sun picked up on it, and uh, oh my gosh, I think Time, BBC, the Los Angeles Times, the New York Times, the Chicago Tribune, the Today Show, ABC, the World News Tonight, apparently everybody picked up on this. Um, it was The book was for the doll Marisol. And at that point, he swore he would never write another children's book again, and he never did. Okay. That's why you don't see any Gary Soto books today. Oh, I should say that uh, Susan Guevara is very inspired, she says, by Marc Chagall, the painter Marc Chagall, when she does this. It has a sort of a similar kind of of dreamlike setup. And uh, it's still in print and paperback. There is a Weston Woods video of it. Um, I could only find online the Spanish one, but it was... It was super fun, so I might put a link to that if I can find it. And in 2002, it won the Purabelle Prey Award. Woohoo! Cool. Which is good. All right. Ratings time. You go first. I really like it. Um, and I'm... Uh, you can't compare it to other books. But it's so much better than the first Shadow book. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. And there was a third one, too. It was way better than the third book. Okay, I'm not comparing it, though. On its own merits, it's great. It's fun, peppy... Um, the art is amazing, but the story is good. The writing is good. 
the whole thing, it doesn't look like any other picture book out there. Because I see so many picture books that just blend together with their samey sameness and their boring boringness. And this book doesn't, and I just really enjoy it. And I'm going to give it a 7.79. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I already know you're going to hate me. but Oh, goody. But... <laughs> Meow, I think this was a great book. Mm-hmm. I thought it was perfect. You know, like the cat's meow. There was a formidable main character. Oh, no. a, a true pick of the litter, if you will. Oh, my God. There were purdy illustrations. It was clawful of action. There was no time for catnips. This will go down in history as one of the best. I like this, like, for real. Uh, possibly the best cat book you've given me so far. Now, I'm familiar with what makes a good book at this point so i'm giving it a 7.5 for its odd illustrations and cute story it was possum are you done i won't remember the title (laughs) (laughs) so it's a classic it's a classic with a title you won't remember well you know what titles aren't everything I, i think that's perfectly fine all right letters time yay uh from instagram librarian on the loose wrote in oh dear i know get her back no (laughs) we can't there's a pandemic oh she's free now free (laughs) she said i like to listen on the treadmill via the stitcher app so i can't see the screen and try to guess what the book will be based uh, will be based on your intro oh nice i thought for sure when you told kate you were doing one of peggy rathman's better known works it was going to be officer buckle and gloria one of these days i'll guess it correctly my suspicion is today was not that day. <laughs> I don't think there's a soul alive who would have guessed Chato and the Party Animals for today's grown-up things we like. So I don't know if you ever watched this as a kid, but I did when I was sick. It was a TV show called Supermarket Sweep, and it's on Netflix, and it is glorious. And if you have Netflix, you need to watch this. What it's hilarious. I it's don't remember like, this at all. Oh my gosh. It's like late 80s, early 90s, and it's a game show that takes place in a grocery store. It's and not those Nickelodeon things where you get to run through a grocery store and just grab everything and put yeah. them in a cart? Yeah, but that's not Nickelodeon. But it was Nic- oh, because Nickelodeon had a version, but they didn't show it. I never got to see it, so. It's hilarious. So yeah, they, they start off with like three teams, and then they like narrow it down down to one and if the one can get like the grand prize oh my gosh it's so cheesy and so fun and there's so many brands that don't exist anymore oh that's fun which makes it that's, hilarious that is excellent and yeah. i heard i don't know if this is true but i heard that they're doing a remake of it with leslie jones as the host Ooh, that'd be interesting right i would watch leslie jones pretty much be the host of anything though yeah she just um read the announcement for the emmys and i well i watched her announce the uh the nominees for best uh, comedy series. Mm-hmm. And she, she's hilarious. Like she'll say one, she's like, oh, that's my favorite show. And then she'll say <laughs> another one and she'll be like, <laughs> See, that's how they should do it. Otherwise it's just like, and the winner is, it's boring. Well, I think it's a much more fun way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's an excellent choice. Uh, my grown up thing I like is a, a show on Netflix. Uh, it's not even a show. It's a movie. It's a, Got the worst title of all time, Palm Springs. Have you heard of Have you heard of Palm Springs? I have. What's the with What's his name? Andy Samberg. Yes, it is with Andy Samberg and it is with uh, Kristen Malati, which I always think of her as the mother from How I Met Your Mother. Oh, um, though she has oh. done many things. Her. Well, exactly. You know what? I knew you were going to say that even before you said it. <laughs> you have a thing against white younger women with big brown eyes and brown hair. And no, I, I don't. Know, I love cute. Christina Ricci. 
Oh, who are cute. I said who are cute. Oh, so, um, <laughs> she's cute. Not in this way. These ones are like, you. It's, it's a pattern with you. I could tell even before no, you said anything. No, I didn't you would like her because her. she was the mom and I didn't like her as you the didn't, mom. Okay, well, you were the one. That's interesting. Uh, I finally <laughs> met the person. It's also got J.K. Simmons. Uh, and it is, the premise is basically Groundhog Day um, where a guy went to a wedding. There's a reason why it's actually... He's repeating every day. He stumbled into a cave. There was a weird time loopy thing, and now he's stuck. If he takes anyone from that day in the cave with him, they also get stuck. So J.K. Simmons, on a regular basis, kills him. <laughs> Just because he's super angry at him for getting him stuck in a time loop. Whereas uh, Kristen Malati, uh, she gets stuck. And you have no sense of like how long he's been doing this, but you get a sense it's been a very, very long time. And... Then she decides she's going to find a way out, but along the way, they just decide to have fun with it. And it is great. Really just an enjoyable... I can't imagine how it would have been in a theater, but for sitting on your couch on a Friday night with a big bowl of popcorn, you got to watch something. Two thumbs up for the worst named. Palm Springs is a terrible name, but a good movie. Palm Springs, two thumbs up. So really our recommendation is get a Netflix subscription. Yeah, I'm afraid so. They should pay us. Yeah. We need to get some like sponsorship from Netflix or something. Right. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> All right. But until we do that, I've been Betsy. And who you've been? I'm Kate. Yay. Bye. Fuse 8 and Kate is a Fuse number 8 production. You can reach us at fusekate8 at gmail.com. You can follow our podcast on Twitter at fuse underscore Kate. You can follow us on Instagram at fuse8kate. That's fuse number 8 Kate. Follow us on iTunes and rate our podcast if you're so inclined. Our music is by Haddon Kime, and our man, woman, camera, person TV is Drew Etienza. Fuse 8 and Kate is a creation of Kate Ramsey and Betsy Bird.